Hello, and from my home in Windle, the Lord be with you. I'm Leslie Hughes, the Vice Chair of Wigan Deanery Trust, and I worship at St Aidan's Billinge, in the south hub of Church Wigan. It's Sunday the 2nd of August, and our reflection today is based on the poem A Birthday by Christina Rossetti, and on a Bible passage from the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 1 to 6, in the NIV UK. A Birthday by Christina Rossetti My heart is like a singing bird, whose nest is in a watered shoot. My heart is like an apple tree, whose boughs are bent with thick-set fruit. My heart is like a rainbow shell that paddles on the halcyon sea. My heart is gladder than all these, because my love is come to me. Raise me on a dais of silken down, hang it with vair and purple dyes. Carve it in doves and pomegranates and peacocks with a hundred eyes. Work it in gold and silver grapes, in leaves and silver fleur-de-lis, because the birthday of my life is come, my love is come to me. I love to celebrate birthdays, my own and those of my family and friends. I hate to forget a birthday. I like nothing more than to choose a lovely present and card for someone and I can easily spend hours doing so. I love to plan a celebration, and planning a birthday energises me and makes my heart sing. My own birthday is the 26th of December, Boxing Day. As a child, I thought this was rather special, because it was the day after Jesus' birthday, and I would tell everybody this if they asked when my birthday was. Christmas time was, and still is, doubly special to me because of the double celebrations. In my childhood, though, there was a downside to this, as I'm sure that others born around the same time may recognise. If I'm honest, I felt a bit let down on the present card and party front. I often got a joint present from family, being told, it's a big present for both your birthday and Christmas. Well, this doesn't really wash when you're a child, because when it comes to presents, volume is everything. I don't want you to feel sad for me, because I certainly wasn't neglected, but I can't ever remember having a party until I was in my late teens. My birthday parties were a family tea at home, with grandparents, sometimes having candles on the Christmas cake. Well, who would want a lovely pink and white creation like my cousin Jacqueline had? How I longed for friends, jelly, proper cake, balloons and pass the parcel. This longing intensified as my younger brother, born in August, started school and began to have just the sort of parties I dreamed about. 
Thankfully, as an adult, my family have made up for all that and my birthday has developed traditions that have changed over the years. But it is always celebrated. My very best birthday, the birthday of my life, was when I was 50 and my husband Peter organised a very special trip for us to go to the Monaco Grand Prix. Absolute birthday bliss. Although I had to wait until May the next year for it. This year, 2020, was to be full of family celebrations. For my mum's 90th this month and in October for my husband's big birthday. Sadly, my mum died in February and our plans for her birthday and for Peter's birthday have been cancelled. So, different plans are being made in both cases. I hope you will see now why I've chosen the poem, A Birthday. I love this absolute overflowing of exuberance and joy for the preparation of a birthday celebration for her loved one, or maybe the tingling anticipation of spending her own birthday with someone she loves on their return. It speaks to my heart. There are many themes we could unpick in this poem, but as always with Christina Rossetti, religious imagery and symbolism are never far from the surface, and a birthday is no exception. New life in Christ and echoes of Easter and the resurrection, the trees in blossom, the birds singing and shoots springing into new life are woven through. For me, though, the central theme of a birthday is that ultimate celebration for Christians of the second coming and the joy of our Saviour's return. In the book of Revelation, John describes his vision. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who is seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water 
without cost from the spring of the water of life. What joy there will be indeed, and what a celebration when our Saviour returns and the new kingdom arrives. But while we wait in sure and certain hope of this, as we read in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 13, God has promised us a new heaven and a new earth where justice will rule, and we are really looking forward to that. Perhaps we need to remind ourselves of the words we say every day in the prayer Jesus taught us. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. When I reflect on these words, what amazes me and excites me most is that we were put on this earth at such a time as this to be God's people, to bring about his kingdom here. He has a plan for each one of us to carry out. The way we choose to live and walk each day with Jesus, demonstrating God's love, peace, joy, truth and justice, impacts on all of those around us, our families and friends, our neighbours and those we meet in the chance encounters of everyday life. God is with us. The power of his spirit living in us gives us the ability to touch the lives of others. The spirit enables us to show them that God's kingdom is right here, right now, and it is for them as well as for us. I pray that the Holy Spirit will prepare the way for each one of us today and give us the courage to share the good news of Jesus with the people we meet, bringing streams of living water to those who are thirsty for him. We are taking her ashes to her favourite place in West Wales and scattering them in a place she loved. I will read the poem and pray that she will rest in peace and rise in glory to the biggest party ever. Let's end by praying. Together with disciples of Jesus across Wigan, throughout Liverpool Diocese and around the world, we pray in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. God bless you today and every day.